0: Hello, everyone. This is Rico, and you're about to listen to in Sci-Fi Podcast 699 for, what is it, September 23rd, 2018. This week, there's a guest show that I'm going to be playing for you in a moment here. It is done by my good friend Joe over on the uh, Upper Memory Block podcast, the UMB podcast, which I've played a couple I think uh, for of his at least uh, he's done some guest spots and I've replayed um, a couple of his shows. I think anyway uh, this week is going to be a show that he did with his friend Brian who does uh, what's his show called Space? I just set it up here. Sorry, Space Junkie Podcast. I think oh this is good. Sorry, Space Game, Space Game Junkie Podcast. And he has a website over at spacegamejunkie.com. So uh, this is a little promotion for both uh, Joe's show, the Upper Memory Block podcast, which is about older PC games in, in the uh, Windows 95. I think pre-Windows 95 is what he calls it. Um, anyway, that uh, Joe uh, did the show on the Wing Commander, uh, Wing Commander Two with Brian. Uh, who does again this space game, a junkie podcast where he covers uh, Brian covers a lot of space games, including a lot of Star Trek stuff that I don't cover. I, I'm a gamer, but i I just don't have time to play a lot of these things. I play World of Warcraft pretty much. that That's my computer game to go. I play some Diablo and a couple other little things here and there, but um, but anyway, these guys talk about Wing Commander Two, and Wing Commander back in the day for me was was really. Uh, amazing, awesome! It, it gave me sort of a my my space combat fix, a little bit of um, a little bit of a Star Wars fix in a way because Mark Hamill was part of it, and uh, I love the cutscene things. And uh, yeah, that those games, um, those are actually some games that I actually played pretty pretty thoroughly. Uh, and I'm not uh, I'm not at all again a, a you know a gamer who can sit down for a whole day and just game. I don't have that kind of time or, or focus. I, I have so many things I want to do. <laughs> Too many. So that is what today's show is about. It's about an hour and 45, I think, or so. A uh, oh, big warning here, not a big warning, but uh, there is uh, some strong language here. Uh, I think a dry, an F-bomb or two drops uh, or more or something, you know, that may offend some uh, certain listeners. I, I don't do that typically on uh, Trex and Sci-Fi. So here is your warning for that. If you listen to the show with a lot of with little kids around, you have been warned. So that is the story. This is again show six ninety nine for Trex and Sci Fi. Next week uh, for show seven hundred, uh, I'm going to do another live. I think a live Twitch stream uh, next Sunday. The uh, whatever that'll be the first is it uh, no no it'll be september 30th a week from today today is 23rd yes yeah, september 30th 30 days have september april june and november all the rest have 31 except for february right so next week the 30th i'll be doing show 700 not sure what I'm what topic it's going to be but it should be fun and i i'm going to um, yeah try twitch again which is a little complicated to do but i'm going to give it a whirl so uh, that's about it, folks. Uh, I'll post up on the Facebook group for Treks in Sci-Fi more details about that live show next week. Uh, thanks to uh, Joe and Brian for letting me share this episode with you. And I think that is all. Uh, last thing, I guess, if you'd like to support the show, go over to patreon.com forward slash Treks in Sci-Fi, and you can do that. Just maybe a dollar a month if, you know— Uh, That's always uh, nice. Uh, We've been sort of at the same number of Patreon members for a very long time. I I very much appreciate you guys um, doing that each month. Uh, And uh, like I've said many times, I try to support podcasts I listen to that have a donation method of some kind, Patreon or other uh, way. Uh, So, uh, you know, hey, you know, this... These days, I think a lot of people like, you know, hey, if I can get anything for free, that's great. But, you know, if uh, you can spare a dollar or two and want to support Trex and Sci-Fi, patreon.com forward slash Trex and Sci-Fi. Very much appreciated. Uh, the hosting fees come due in September at the end of this month. So this is a time, uh, if you'd like to do it, now is the time. So, And you can always do it to PayPal. If you want to just a simple one-time donation, just PayPal it to... Uh, TreksInsci fi uh, at gmail.com or treksf at gmail.com. You can always find all that detail. There's details of how to donate and things over at treksinsci-fi.com. So without any further ado, here are uh here are Joe and Brian to talk about Wing Commander 2. Take it away, guys.
1: So what shall it be? Do you join the unity or do you die here?
2: Joe. Hello, everyone. Joe here with uh, what is going to be, I believe, uh, episode 110 of the podcast. And uh, this is another weird one insofar as I think for the second time ever, I have a uh, an in-studio guest on the line. And, you know, I'm not being my usual uh, reclusive solo podcaster self. So uh, I've got my good buddy, Brian, the space game junkie here with me today. Say hello, Brian.
1: Hello, Brian. <laughs> I think that's
2: sorry, what I, I think that's what
1: I do when I'm on your show. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh hello everyone. That's uh, it's great to be here, Joe. As you know, I'm a big fan and uh you've been on my show several times, so it's really a, an honor to return the favor.
2: Yes, I thought exactly that I would I would return the favor and have you on on my show to talk about uh to talk about uh, Wing Commander and more specifically Wing Commander 2 and and the main reason for that mm. is uh you know, in in the vein of what brian does uh very much more prolifically than i do uh i did a recently completed a a playthrough of wing commander 2 and i was uh chatting with some people on 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 the umb discord which you guys should go and join because hey it's a thing and uh it's it's pretty great you should go there it's really great it's fun yours is way more active than mine but uh you know we have a good time yeah absolutely but uh yeah and you know the suggestion there was you know, because 'cause you're doing this thing on YouTube and people like the podcast. So, you know, why don't you, when you're done playing Wing Commander Two, have sort of a a little roundup where where you just casually talk about it. And, I, and the first person that came to mind to talk about, you know, Wing Commander 2 with was obviously the space game junkie.
1: <laughs> thank you. Thank you. It's good to be thought of in those it's good to be thought of in those instances.
2: <laughs> well, you are you are, you know, as I said, you're prolific in the in the space game world and and you know, it's between New games and old games and, and and all of that, you know, you you've basically covered the gamut. And I know you are, or at least you were, <laughs> a big Wing Commander fan.
1: <laughs> no, I, I still am. I still am, but uh, I won't get into this. But my my uh, the the nostalgia cloud has dissipated a bit, <laughs> a little
2: bit. Yeah, and, and bit. I can yeah. agree with you to to some extent. But let's let's start from the start. And I know we want to talk about Wing Commander two, but maybe let's just talk about wing commander as as a series and maybe how you how you first heard about it back in the day how you got your hands on it and what you thought of it you know maybe wing commander one or whichever the first game that you played whichever one that was what you oh, thought well about
1: that. i played them all i played all of them in order as they were released uh the first time i had heard about it i was paging through i don't remember which gaming magazine it was maybe pc gamer maybe cgw it was Back in the early '90s, my friends, there were these things known as gaming magazines. They were actually printed on paper, and they came out every so often, every month or two. And that's how you were. That's how you got aware of. Um, this is even pre E3, I think. This is how you and E3 is happening right now. It is actually it's true. Uh, uh, this is pre E3, so that's how, gaming magazines were how you knew about what was coming and what was worth buying. And there was this big. I don't know if it was a one page or a two page ad, but most of the one page was just the view of the cockpit, nope. with your hand on the with your hand on the stick. It's like coming soon, Wing Commander's I was like, "Is this like Last Starfighter, the game?" Because <laughs> if it is, I have to have it. Absolutely, that's the first thing I thought of was Last Starfighter, one of my favorite movies.
2: It is a great movie. So, oh my
1: god, I tried showing it to my wife. She didn't get it, but I'm like, you weren't a you weren't an 11 year old boy in 1984 or whatever, so, or six, or four six, I can't remember. I can't remember either. But yeah, it you you weren't you weren't you were a preteen boy addicted the video games when this came out. So of course it's not that you square in the face like it me. Um, so as soon as the first game came out, I uh, rushed to get it, and it didn't really play well. The the computer I had at the time was a Tandy 1000 EX. Okay. With with two five and a quarter floppies. And uh it did not run great on that. But then a year later I got an IBM 25 uh 380 no PS2. It was a no PS2, it was an IBM PS2 with an 8088 processor, okay. I believe it was. And so it was definitely faster than the Tandy. And so I, I copied all the discs from the their five and a quarters to the three and a half, because <laughs> that's what the IBM had. And I right. played it's it on like, that. this it doesn't like, fit
2: in that. How does this, how is this going to happen? <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. So, but I was able to copy them. And so I played it on that thing. And it was like, oh my God, this is amazing. And so of course you get this, you got the, um, how many expansions did the first game have? Was it one or two? I know the second game had two.
2: Yeah, the two. It was uh, Secret Missions so they both one. Had two. Yeah, see, what, what was Secret Missions one about? I can't. Remember. Oh, that was uh, I, th- that one feeds into into Wing Commander two. It was the the Niven colony with that super gun.
1: Right. Right. Okay. Yes. 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 And then two was one with um, the bird people. Yes, which was also in that first
2: novel. Yes, so then the first the, the the novel was the first novel, Freedom Flight was a was a novelization of Secret Missions Two, basically.
1: Oh, that makes a lot of sense. That's why I'm reading. Like this seems familiar. It's <laughs> um, like I've read so this. Of, of course, I played all that, and then as soon as Wing Commander Two came out, uh, I bought that, and it blew me the f away. Like those cinematics. Oh yeah. At the time, those they weren't fully 3D rendered but they made it look like they were 3D rendered like ships flying in these 3D in this like just so colorful and so vibrant and like just did you play it when it first came out in ID1 I so yes I th- I'm I'm trying
2: to rem- so I'm I'm remembering now I think I've told this story before and maybe if you go back all the way to like episode 2 when I covered Wing Commander cuz obviously it's one of my favorite games so I covered it like right away right and uh right. I had heard about w- I hadn't heard about Wing Commander so I read I want to say CGW back in the day and actually on, on a sidebar I think I mentioned it in either the last show or the show before that. I came Have you have you been to cgwmuseum.com or .org or whatever? No oh, what? No, so oh, what? What? C- c- what? CGW Museum has high quality scans of like every Computer Gaming World issue and I'm on a tear right now where I'm reading like all the 1990 CGWs on my
1: iPad. Oh my God. God. There's Mega Force. Oh, Fortress. There's Mega Fortress.
2: Yeah, it's insane. It's oh insane. So I think i am oh reading reviews God. of like Heroes Quest One and like oh. And, and oh, I'm, I you just killed my productivity for the next month. Oh, sir. this is it's my before bed reading now. It's it's ridiculous. I love it. I just choose a random issue and I'm like, and there's like Amiga stuff in there, like Apple II stuff. It's not just uh it's Holy not just PC crap. games. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> I came across it when I was doing, when I was poking around for whatever the last episode I did was there. What was it? No, not the, that adventure game. Anyways, whatever. I was reading reviews in there. And it's interesting to read reviews sort of in, in the context of the time, because now you sort of like read all like stuff that we do, like these, you know, looking back and thinking about it. But when you read the reviews from the time and they're like talking about the graphics and this and that, and they're like, these are top end and amazing. And I've never seen graphics like this. And you're like, oh, you know what? like trying to place that in the proper time is like yeah that, that's true it yeah. was super groundbreaking yeah. and now it looks like crap but but uh yeah so I, I actually didn't hear about wing commander in in any uh media it was a friend of mine who had so at the time i had a a, a 286 and uh my my one of my friends his dad got one of these crazy multimedia PC three eighty sixes that had the CD ROM drive. I think you even mentioned this in one in one of your episodes, in your recent videos. I think when your first Wing Commander 3 video, he had the, the cartridge loading CD ROM drive.
1: Yeah, the the folks back in the day, if you aren't aware, early CD ROM drives, they weren't like the type you front load like today with a DVD player or a Blu-ray player, you just load the disc in. They had these square they these square cartridges. These trays that you would put the disc into, and then that's what you would slide into the drives.
2: Craziest. And if you lost that thing, you were so screwed.
1: You were so screwed because you could not just go
2: out and buy a replacement for that. Or maybe you could, but it would probably cost the same as like an entirely new drive. Oh, my God. And CD-ROM drives were like 300 bucks or something like back then. Oh, yeah. And you,
1: needed, you needed special hardware just to hook them up. You yeah, couldn't you just hook one, them up to anything. Yeah,
2: you needed like a, you know, probably a an ISA card or something or an early pci maybe i can't remember yeah i think i said a pci you know you needed an expansion card basically to control the uh the cd-rom and all this so yeah that was that was pretty intense i mean this game was on disc so yeah he had this crazy 386 and he had wing commander uh in in the blue box which was uh the the version that came with secret missions one and two so it was i think the game was three discs three uh three three and a half high density and then secret missions one i can't remember if secret missions no it was it was the five discs so each secret missions was on its own disc and i played it at his house and i was like again like like you like even from wing commander one like totally blown away and like i'd never seen graphics a game with graphics like that i'd never i i what i've said in the pat in past episodes so you guys listening folks will remember is the thing I always said about wing commander and I will always say about wing commander is it made me realize it, it made me say, I, I didn't think a computer could look like this, like a game on a computer could look that way.
1: No, no games had mm-hmm. up until that point, no games had so many games were just these simple four or 16 color, you know, bleep, bloop bleep, bloop. You know, like if you play just about, there were like, even like something like elite, which was a space sim that came out years before, uh, Wing Commander was so much simpler. It was just like po- you know polygons and and flat yeah,
2: colors and
1: flat, just a few colors, not even a lot of colors. And so you have this thing where if your computer has enough memory, you could see the hand move while you're moving your stick.
2: So this is the thing, oh and you my know God. I'm, going, I'm going to to admit to some some bad stuff, but you know I I I borrowed the game from him, so I did not buy Wing Commander one originally. And I installed it on my 286 and at first, I installed it with the understanding because at the time I didn't really understand like system requirements and, and whatever. I just said, I want to play this game and I know, you know, Danny has a much better computer than me, but I'm going to try it anyways. And I installed it and it ran, but much, much like you, you know, it it, it, ran, it ran on a 286 fine, but I didn't have, you know, I didn't have extended memory. So I didn't get the little, the little hand and, you know, things took a while, but yeah, it was it blew me away. I, I immediately got very, you know, involved in, in the universe. And, and, you know, I read, I had claw marks, like, on my shelf. And I, I read that, like, as a book. Like, oh, this is so cool. Then, you know, because it was, like, in-universe documentation. And it was very immersive, right?
1: Yeah. It was, it was like, oh, I, that's one thing I miss about games from that era is all the flotsam and jetsam they came with. The
2: feelies, if you will. Yeah, like just, Yeah.
1: Yeah, the feelies. Oh, my God. So much, so much, like. Some games came with little pouches of fake gems, you know, or whatever, like these little news, fake newspapers, you know, just so much flavor because the games didn't have a lot of graphics. So they had to flesh this crap out. Yeah, exactly. I mean, especially (laughs) that
2: was like the uh, the Infocom games were sort of famous for that stuff because those are text adventures, right? (laughs) Like there's literally Yeah, there's no graphics at all. So, yeah. So, you know, I really love that. And I had the those beautiful blueprints that the game came with and I had those up on my wall like in my bedroom as posters cuz they they were so cool. Oh man, right. Yeah, so that's sort of how I I came to to Wing Commander 1 and I guess Wing Commander 2. Again, I don't think I'm trying to remember when I started reading uh, you know, gaming magazines cuz I don't remember ever reading about these things. The first game, and I think I mentioned this when I was on your podcast way back in the day. The first game I ever remember reading about and being excited for was X-Wing. And I saw an ad for X-Wing. And that was the first time I ever remember reading about a game in a magazine or seeing an ad and then being excited about a game. And that was like 93. So that was like after yeah, this
1: for sure. That's 93, yeah.
2: So yeah, I think I was that's... reading more like game pro and stuff. Like I was reading more like console magazines at the time. Oh, yes, 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 of course. So yeah, I was reading about like Nintendo games and, you know, stuff like that, and not so much about PC games. And then I sort of I I played PC games, but I didn't read magazines about them. And maybe that was because I decided I wanted to read Game Pro, and my parents would only let me, you know, have one (laughs) stupid gaming magazine that was probably too expensive. So I saw Wing Commander 2 at a computer store. So I didn't know it was coming out and we had this you know, the, the old school computer stores where, you know, you'd go and, uh, there was a guy who worked there named Hannah and Hannah. Hanna. That was his name. He had his first name and his last name were the same, which I thought was, wow,
1: hilarious. you remember that just because oh he had a God. weird name.
2: And at, at least to me at the time, it's, it's probably a very normal name, right? Now, you know, but, uh, yeah. And we would go there and we'd, you know, see him about things and i saw that you know the the wall of computer games and i saw this this red box you know red and black box and it's a like, wing commander 2 vengeance of the killer and i'm like there's a wing commander 2 oh my god and i went to my parents i have to buy this game i have to get it i have to get it and eventually like a couple of weeks later i think i convinced them and uh i bought <laughs> wing commander 2 and and yeah same as you like crap it was like it was like wing commander 1 in in a lot of ways, it looked a lot like Wing Commander One. It played, you know, from a controls perspective, a lot like Wing Commander One, but it was like, it was better,
1: I I I think. And you
2: know, so, so what what do you think in comparison to the first it, game?
1: Well, story wise, it was definitely more fleshed out. Um, mm-hmm. I read that it didn't have the branching that the first game did, and I think it kind of suffers a little bit for that. But that's kind of fair because that's a lot of work to make a branching campaign where yeah
2: and and to be fair it does branch a little bit there's i think two a little bit there's two or three like losing track and and you can get an and there's a losing track ending which is not really a you don't lose because like wing commander one if you got into hell's kitchen into the lose like the full ultimate losing track like you there's you couldn't win you just like everything went to hell it was impossible Whereas in Wing Commander 2, I believe, and I didn't get, I didn't do, you know, the losing, the losing ending in my playthrough, but it's basically just, it's not a losing ending as much as it's a slightly less winning ending. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. Like instead of ending up at the Kilrathi base, you're back defending your original base that you start at, but you still like, you know, but, but you still blow up, you know, you still quote unquote blow up. Thrakath, and all that, just in your territory, not right. in their territory. Oh, I
1: see. So it's less of a meaningful ending.
2: Right. It's more like, well, you've been beaten back to, to you know, whatever the that first, the Gwened system or whatever, where you start at that station whose name no one can pronounce. Karnar. You
1: Good job, but... Yeah.
2: You did okay, but, you know, and you still won, but you didn't really win well. Could have done better. <laughs>
1: Could have done better. Anyway. Yeah, um, so
2: but you're right. there's definitely there's there's less there's less sort of uh, flexibility to the game. So yeah, there's a lot there, right, there's much but- less branching. Your and your wingmen actually can't die until they are you know ordained <laughs> to die. They just eject.
1: Which. Which I thought was like, I didn't remember that about the first game that your wingman could just die. Right. You yeah. know, but I lost Angel at one point. It was like, oh no. <laughs> yeah, I think early. it was something dumb, uh, right? Like she,
2: she smashed into the tiger's claw. Like She
1: smashed times. into the carrier, I think. I, I'm pretty sure that's what happened. I didn't see it, but like one, thing, one moment she's there, the next thing, like I see some message like, oh no. It's like, what happened? She's like, I'm um, flying on his wing and he's going too close to the carrier, but I really need to stay on his wing. <laughs> it's like, calm down. But, um, but yeah, you know, in a lot of ways it did feel like a much more mature product, especially the flight modeling definitely felt better. The yeah, AI so they, felt better. Uh, yeah.
2: They definitely, uh, I read there, there's this, I think I've mentioned it in, in my videos. There's a really great digital antiquarian article he goes through.
1: I, I read that today yeah, in preparation it, for this. Oh, wonderful. <laughs>
2: yeah. It's an amazing article. And yeah, he, he mentioned, it's a great article. he mentioned that, uh, you know, they they were able to handle the the CPU timing issues because you remember Wing Commander 1 occasionally when there were like a couple too many things on the screen, like the game just slows down. And I always thought it was just oh, like yeah. computers too slow, but I was playing it on like, you know, the GOG version on like DOS box with everything like cranked up and it still slows down. So there's a there's there's a fundamental like uh, architectural issue in, in the game engine of Wing Commander 1 that, you know, when there's too many things going on, it just just grinds to a halt sort of a thing.
1: Yeah, exactly.
2: And it seems that they, they fixed that. Because uh, also in that article, I, I didn't realize this. I mean, it sort of says it in the credits, but Chris Roberts wasn't really involved that much in
1: Wing Commander 2. Which kind of might explain why it's so good. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't want
2: to say it, I'm but sorry. You're, you're sort of right. I, I, uh, Chris Roberts has, I, has a tendency, um, and he always has had a tendency... To think big and maybe think a little bit too big, and then what ends up coming out is 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 fine, but it's not quite what he promised. Yeah, you
1: know? yeah, the man has a
2: certainly has vision, <laughs> mm-hmm. and you know when he <laughs> when he is beholden to a timeline and a publisher and everything, yeah, it works out most of the time. And when he's yeah, not, yeah. we have Star Citizen.
1: Dot dot dot. But yeah, we don't. Like to my, fa- that. my favorite, yeah, my favorite Wing Commander game is four. Mm-hmm. Uh for The Price of Freedom, mostly because of the Dragon Fighter.
2: Yeah, that is, <laughs> that is a great fighter. I think after after Ooh. the Broadsword, which we're gonna, which we run yes, into in this. Broadsword
1: is my second favorite, which is one of the things I love about this game. Mm-hmm. Is you get to fly the broad. And folks, if you're not aware, and if you're listening to this, how could you not be? But if you're not aware. Uh the broadsword was was it the first bomber you flew in Wing Commander? I don't remember there a bo- being a bomber in the first game. There
2: wasn't really a bomber. I think the you know, the thing closest was the the raptor in Wing Commander 1 which was like considered yeah. a heavy fighter. But you know that that was sort of another con- another thing that they introduced in Wing Commander 2 was this whole concept this whole mechanic of having dedicated bombers and having phase shields so that you can't just blow up capital ships with your guns, which they got rid of after Wing Commander 2 exactly. unfortunately. Or maybe fortunately, depending on
1: Or fortunately.
2: <laughs> depending on how you look at it. So I what, so yeah, so they introduced this whole concept of like the torpedo run, and I hated it when I originally played Wing Commander 2, but coming back to it and playing it now with sort of like because as a kid you just want to like go in and blow shit up, right? You just want to like Right. You know, right. I want to do some strafing runs, I wanna blow up big ships, I want them to, you know, I want the whole screen to go white. But now that I'm a little bit more Oh, it's great, isn't it? Yeah, that I'm a little more uh considered and a little bit more patient actually setting up, you know, clearing out the clearing out the fighter cover, setting up for a torpedo run and and that sort of the way they did it. So, you know, we talked about how this is a more complete experience. It's it's also a much more cinematic experience and, you know, from the perspective of the story and of the cutscenes and all that, but also in the game, like the the whole thing where you go in and the second you switch your weapons to torpedoes and you lock on a target and the little targeting reticle comes up, the music changes to this like super
1: like super tense. Yeah, like whatever it is. Da, 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 it's like that. And so, you know, the targeting reticle is so slow. Oh, God. It's like, like, just move. (sighs) Come on.
2: Come on. And, you know, you're approaching (laughs) the ship and there's all this like flack, these like explosions going off around you, and your shields are slowly ticking down. And you're like, and it's this, it's this like game of chicken of are my shields and my hull going to last longer than it takes to shoot this torpedo? And, you know, it's, it's, it's it's interesting. And, And, you know, playing it now. If you start from far away, then you can do the torpedo runs like I remember them being super difficult because I was a kid and I'm like I I need to go close to the thing and, and shoot the torpedo and obviously you're gonna get blown to hell right
1: like yeah gotta I gotta get right up in there like a fighter no 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 no
2: and then <laughs> Pull the it super, back a little bit <laughs> and the super frustrating thing is that your torpedoes can be destroyed by by the capital ship with by its guns so that's nerve-wracking too cuz it you i believe i can't remember now i have to go back and like watch my own videos it either usually takes two or three torpedoes to blow up like you know a cap a, any appreciable capital ship and you know if you mess up enough times or if you get you know damaged enough and your your weapons get destroyed and you don't have enough torpedoes to blow up that ship you just you can't do it there's there's no way around it right right and and you only have so many torpedoes yeah exactly and Especially once you're in the saber, I think only has like three of them, so they basically just need to. You need to get make them all hit, otherwise you do, you can't you you get screwed.
0: So you know right. that, that was exactly. a, a
2: super interesting game mechanic that they introduced. The other thing they introduced, especially with the broadsword, but in the saber as well, is the concept of turrets. And you know turrets yes. are yeah, and turrets are really cool in concept, but the problem with turrets. Is that when you switch to them, your ship just sort of flies in a straight line,
1: which you're sitting duck at that point. I mean, it's really
2: cool that you can do that, but you're like, ah. And if I remember, I don't. And and the other challenge is that, you know, your turrets, you're so it, it, you know ostensibly you're supposed to have like a crew and tur- and gunners, and so there's other people, but your turrets, unless you're in it, your turrets don't actually fire. <laughs> at least I don't think so. So they, I believe,
1: they do in. No, they do. They do. You can see on the um, you can see on the uh, on your HUD, they'll be it'll flash. So when they turn and red, and does that
2: mean does that mean they're firing, or does that mean there's someone that means in they're the shooting? Arc? Okay, well if that's the case, then yeah, they shooting. I don't feel like any any ship was ever destroyed by my turrets, but that might not be the point.
1: So I just pasted, I found, I was, I was, as I was listening to you, I was scrolling through um, CGW and I found, I found the ad. And so I just pasted it for you. Oh, that is an awesome ad. ad. Yeah. I remember this ad and they had, yeah, it's sort of
2: like the box art and then a bunch of
1: screenshots. Exactly. Like it's showing you the cockpit and the cockpit looks amazing. And It's showing these explosions and you're like, oh my God, I need that. Yeah, I mean,
2: you got yeah. the little, like, you got Colonel Halcyon or whatever, and the scramble sequence, like, all these yeah. screenshots, uh. and that was the thing, it was that, s- that scramble sequence, the that one, oh, that's, legendary. Where said, that's where I legendary. said, that, that was the scene where I'm like, my computer can't do that, there's no way, like, it's not fast enough, Like <laughs> <laughs> that that's not how it can look. And right. uh, yeah, so it's just you know from from that amount of of cinematicness, cinematography in in Wing Commander One, and then you know, as you would finish the uh, each each system, you know, you'd get the the little cutscene at the end of of you know if you did well or you did poorly, you'd get sort of like the the success cutscene of like well, the scientists captured the Kilrathi and they held them at gunpoint, and and then the bad one is and the Kilrathi blew up the science colony, so you know that was sort of the the cutscenes in Wing Commander 1, where they would say, you know, based on your actions, this is how the war is going, to Wing Commander 2, where there are very, you know, at times fairly lengthy, multi-scene, multi-character cutscenes between every single mission. I know, right? And it actually took me a while to I think I played through a a decent chunk of the game the first time I played Wing Commander 2, and I didn't understand that there were cutscenes between every mission. So I would just play through the missions and I'm like, some of this stuff doesn't make sense. I don't know why I'm doing this. <laughs> and then finally I realized, oh, you have to click on that first. Cause I thought that first door, the, you know, view, view cutscene or storyline. I think it is view storyline. I thought that would play the intro again every time, <laughs> but obviously well, that's not the case.
1: Right. And you also, but they also want you to go to the bar and then talk to the people. And so, and there were definitely all these, and yeah, if you skip the cutscenes, you you had to go back and watch them because you otherwise, like you said, you'd have no idea.
2: Very little context <laughs> to to what's going on, and uh, right, and you know, even the I I don't remember if it was in this digital antiquarian article or if I was reading it somewhere else, but there's a oh no, I think it is sort of the the later part of this article because this is a it's a it's a long article like i'm going to link this in in the show notes because it is yeah it's so, an amazing article
1: it's so amazing. there there
2: is an an excerpt from the uh you know the original script which i think was written by by ellen guan
1: yeah which was so different yeah oh my
2: god so different and you know there's this whole like you know that they, they have the the intro the original intro the way it was written in here and you know you you watch the intro of wing commander 2 and it's like oh yeah you know there's the tiger's claw and it's going to katharak mang and it's there and then there's some stealth fighters and it gets blown up and then you get court-martialed in the in the story because i don't think it's ever made clear but you you know old blue hair or christopher blair or whatever you know whoever it is that you're playing in in the game is right. at that time is 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 the wing commander of of on the Tiger's Claw, so he's you know he the colonel the c- commander of all the the fighter squadrons, and you know you're off on a mission and you come back through an asteroid field and you know the Tiger's Claw is destroyed, but there's this like briefing thing and hunters in it and you know there's this very long very you know seemingly interesting intro that we could have had but instead we got and the tigers got, got blown up
1: <laughs> yeah and the weird thing about winky Commander too is oh you're not going to resign fine 10 years later that like, yeah whoa! and that freaked me the hell out at the time I'm like wait what whoa! what happened here yeah exactly like holy crap 10 years he was i mean your character was already kind of old yeah like a a new pilot he's like wow he looks like he's in his he looks like he had a rough life or he's like in his 40s at least um but yeah 10 years has passed You're like what the and then how many years does 3 take place after 2 like at least a few right yeah like how old is Mark Hamill by that time (laughs) right how old is Christopher Blair I don't know he either looks great for his age or terrible for his age I don't know yeah but yeah it's that was shocking like not a lot of there wasn't a lot of fiction that did that kind of like it's kind of cliche now. This whole time jumping like forty eight hours earlier, bull crap. Yeah, exactly. The TVs. like uh,
2: the the non chronological storytelling.
1: Exactly, like we we lose we just lose ten years. Ten yeah, years. It's we like, lose ten years. You lose like, ten years, whoa.
2: and in those ten years, you're basically like relegated to this station, flying patrols very occasionally, and. Yeah, it's just like your life sucks. And, no, like and, nothing, ever, and
1: nothing ever happens. And nothing ever happens. It's like, wow. And I would have like 10 have years, seen, I nothing would happened. Like, <laughs> I would have liked to have seen some of that. I kind of understand why we couldn't. Because, you know, they were this like the. I couldn't believe the second game came out less than a year after the first. Like, holy crap. Yeah, no, because well, yeah, it was um, 90 to 91, basically. I think it, yeah. it was
2: ever so slightly delayed, but I don't think very much.
1: No, no, it came out, the, the first game came out in like the late summer of 90, and then the second one came out in like the spring of 91, it's like, damn! Um, and then they kept shoveling stuff, actually, like voice packs and expansion packs. Oh, um, those voice but... packs were so
2: freaking awful. <laughs> they were terrible. That's they one thing, so like terrible. in my playthrough, I, I ended up, I had some, some technical difficulties with the voices for some reason. And uh, right, so I ended up turning them off, and I'm like, you know what, this is fine. The voices are really bad. <laughs> I th-
1: I don't remember if mine were off already or not. I Yours don't know were the, not. in your your playthrough, all
2: everything was on, and you were using your MT32, oh, okay. right? Yes, I was. So yeah, yes, I, I thought was. it had something to do with my MT32 because I I found something was basically set too fast on my machine or maybe my machine. I don't know. I have, oh. a, I have a fairly fast computer, so I don't know if like setting this, my DOS box cycles were funny or something, but what would happen is I would play the game and I'd play the intro. And, uh, you know, there's, there's no text in the intro. If you have the voice pack, then you have Thrakath talking his crappy voice. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, but what would happen is instead of him saying, you know, the turns will blah, 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 blah. It would go like, and then it would stop. And then I think the game was waiting for the, the oh, voice geez. file to finish playing and it, it never would because it sort of cut off and it would just hang there. And if I hit escape, I could, you know, skip the whole intro, which sort of, you know, that's no fun. And then when I was flying, you know, you'd have like, you know, Liz or whatever going, they're attacking us, sir. And, and she would say that. But then <laughs> her face would never clear from the screen. Oh no. Like the little, the little like communication screen. And so I couldn't see like my target or anything or whatever. And then I think I had to hit like escape or I had to like do something to clear it manually. So every time she said something, I'd have to clear it manually. So I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to turn off the voices. So I turned off the voices and everything was fine. And yeah, like I said, they're sort of garbage anyways. Like I, it was like Stan from accounting and, and you know, Nancy from HR, you know, like. Yeah, they weren't professional
1: voice actors.
2: I mean, it was sort of like the early the early Sierra voice work like Lucas Arts was really the company that did like top-notch voice work.
1: Yeah, Sierra not so much. No. Uh, even even in some of their later. Though I will never forget the scream in King's Quest 5. <laughs> yes. when when, when you when you just when you make Graham fall off a cliff just to hear him scream, <laughs> <laughs> it's the funniest scream you ever did hear. Yeah. Yeah. That was good. But before that, eh, not, not, not so, so hot. Yeah, not right? so hot. I and hope you, you enjoy your cherry point. pie. <laughs> oh, God. But you bring up an interesting point about Wing Commander 1 and 2 is that uh, you and I are fortunate enough to have this legacy hardware uh, that allowed us to play it in at the time it's very expensive glory because i mean mt32s at the time were several hundred dollars
2: yes like, and several and especially I, I, several hundred dollars at the time was more than several hundred dollars now
1: right exactly and not every game worked with the thing like all the sierra games did but it was much it was really sporadic after that
2: and it wasn't um, just that you needed the mt32 you needed the interface card what is it the mm-hmm. I can't remember what it's called now. The, uh, it's not I the LAP. It's, it's called, not the yeah. LAPC one. I don't think that was the the card no. version of the MT32. I usually right. know this. Uh, anyways, whatever
1: MPU401. MPU401. That's it. That's it. Yes. Well done. Yay. Well done. <laughs> um, but yeah, you and I are fortunate enough to actually have this hardware, and the, so when I played these games recently, it was the first time i had used this hardware, and what a delight! Oh, it's amazing to hear to hear the music on. Because, you know, you had, I I've pers- I played the first Wing Commander on an ad-lib card back in the day. I played the first Wait. Wing
2: Commander on PC Speaker.
1: <laughs> ooh, ooh, no. <laughs> oh, you poor <laughs> thing. Yeah. No, no, that's not true. Because the first Wing Commander game, I still had the Tandy. So the Tandy uh, had, it was very fancy at the time. It had a three-channel. Yeah, three-voice sound in card. Yeah, three-voice, excuse me, three-voice built-in sound card that only a few games ever took care of. Took advantage of Space Quest 2, did, I was always like,
2: remember did did to support it. So you know it had it, Space it Quest did, it had did. the standard like dom dum, dum da 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 da. But then if you had the tandy, it was like that
1: that there was like this little It was like this little jaunty yeah. tune in the background. <laughs> I always remember uh Sentinel World's Future Magic Volume One uh which is a kind of a Starflight clone back in the day mm-hmm. had that had support for it. And like anytime you ordered a orbited a planet it played this music, it was like, whoo <laughs> but uh it was really great music. But the uh the music for the Wing Commander games in over the MT-32 especially was just
2: astounding. Yeah, I guess the first the first two games were, were George Sanger, right? The Fat Man.
1: Yeah, the Fat Man. And uh and and you get this amazing MIDI music that even puts Sound Blaster to like, shame. Because t- every, 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 eventually everyone just got Sound Blaster. Like AdLib was a thing for a while, but then everyone... Sound Blaster was just better. Well, because yeah, so AdLib didn't do digital,
2: digital audio. It was just uh, right. whatever, OPL. It didn't do voice. I'm sorry. It didn't do voice. Yeah, I'm, so, so, I'm sorry, sound people. I can't remember if it was OPL2 or OPL3 or that the, a bunch of people are going to get mad at me right now.
1: God, you remember more than I do about that, but... I just remember that the Sound Blaster had more capabilities in terms of not only like instruments and whatnot, but voice. Yes. Especially if you got like the first Sound Blaster was a little rudimentary in that regard, but then you get a Sound Blaster like 16, you're like, Ooh, uh the doors are flung open. So playing these on actual and hardware, folks, if you're into older games, you should get, you should track down one of these units. They're not super expensive, uh, they're not hard to connect either uh And when you get a game that runs them, it's like holy Jesus! Oh, I love like, it! How it's did just, I ever?
2: Yeah, how did I live without
1: how this? Did ever, how did I ever play Star Control or Red Baron or Wing Commander without this? <laughs> oh yeah, it's <laughs> because, so, it's so amazing! Oh, or, or
2: or X Wing or Tie Fighter or any Lucas Arts Oh yeah, t- or- oh,
1: tie fighter, tie fighter. And I want that. That kind of brings me to the reason that um I've lost a little bit of the luster with the Wing Commander games. Um because we I still love Wind Commander, don't get me wrong. It's it still has a very special place in my heart. Cause at the time it didn't it, it did things that no no one else was doing. Right. But but uh in terms of uh like some games age well. Like even though they don't look great, there's something about their mechanics like the gameplay loop something.
2: is very satisfying sort right. of thing.
1: Yeah, and what and what and one of those games that ages really well is TIE Fighter. Mm-hmm. it it came out in 94 so there were already four wing commander games by the time tie fighter came out my god did, uh, did wing commander
2: oof, oof. What, what came out but what, what was out by then was it like up to academy? so it was one yeah
1: it was one two privateer and academy right at least and then i think 94 was also wing commander 3 right so maybe five and academy games. barely counts as a game so <laughs> uh barely barely <laughs> But it's it was a release, so you know. Um, but something about the flight modeling of Tie Fighter is just so fluid. Yeah, well, I guess, so I guess the nice just,
2: thing about Tie Fighter is TIE, so you know, Wing Commander was sort of the the primordial Wing Commander game. Tie Fighter really was like the fifth game to use its game engine. Cause
1: that's true. Cause it was the LucasArts flight Sims and then it was X-Wing. Yeah. Cause that was all Larry, Larry
2: Holland was, was all of those. right? Yeah, right. And I know, so have you talked to refinement. Larry Holland?
1: I know you've talked to, to Dave Westman. I've tried to get in touch with Larry Holland and I've emailed totally game still exists mm-hmm. <laughs> apparently. And I saw, so I've emailed them a few times and I never heard a back. So it's, it's, I would love to talk to Lar- Lar- Lawrence Lawrence, Lawrence Holland. Sorry. It would so, be, be
2: very, you know, very official about
1: it so mu- i would love to talk to him so much but you're absolutely right that there was a lot of refinement going on but the thing is going back to wing commander after playing just even tie fighter which was compared or even star crusader mm-hmm. uh which was also out at the time um wing commander really feels it's rough boxy yeah it's boxy it's i don't know it's like like Wing Star Crusader and Wing Commander and X, I mean Star Crusader and Tie Fighter and X Wing, they felt a lot more fluid because they really had that kind of World War II and space thing down. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas Wing Commander, it's like eh, 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 it's like you're flying in like the best way I can think of it is like you're flying across a cube map. Wing Commander was very much
2: style over substance. Like we wanted the game to look good. Yeah
1: more importantly than we wanted it to play well and 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 that i think hurts it when you i i really when i play these older games i really try to put myself back in that time but it's really hard sometimes and after playing tie fighter after playing star crusader after playing free space and other even the later wing Command, even prophecy prophecy had a Pretty good flight model. Oh no, it like, does. I need to go
2: back and play that. I haven't played Prophecy in a long time, and I remember yeah, it being looking- uh, nice. Like even I was just recently, I was watching your Wing Commander Three videos. Uh, you know that you're putting out right now. It still feels boxy. It does. I mean, just from a look, like it feel
1: it looks smoother. It does, but it still feels like you're flying in these squares. Yeah, like you just. <laughs> but four and five got away from that a little better. Mm-hmm. Spot- Prophecy is especially but it's it's hard to go back and play these games it's like oh god this feels so weird yeah back in the day you're like playing it you're like oh my god this is amazing and now it's like this feels so janky
2: yeah it's a little it's a little janky and you know you see like you know you can tell where and you know i think for me the big difference from you know one and two to three is you know you were pseudo 3d like these 2d sprites and so a, you know even more so in wing commander 1 and in wing commander 2 like you know you'd see one angle of a ship and then it would turn enough to flip flip to the 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 you know the, oh God, the left yeah. side sprite and then flip sprites. to the bottom sprite and you know i understand right. why they did that because it you know it made the ships look a lot better sort of look a lot better than than they could otherwise like you go back and compare it to like x-wing you know, whatever. Which it was a much smoother experience, but you know, the, the ships did not look
1: as nice. As right, that's true. Yeah. You know, that was a poly so Like a
2: Tie Fighter was, you know, a ball with two two squares beside it.
1: <laughs> right. But it was quick. Yeah, it really. It, right. It really does show you that Wing Commander definitely was style, like you said, style over substance. And while the X Wing and Tie Fighter games, they had, they did have style because of Star Wars, so they right. inherently had that style they were much more about the story in the missions themselves. Like yes. the interesting thing about wing commander is a lot of like the missions are just m- very straightforward. You fly, you shoot. Yeah. It's basically it's like lot- as
2: long as, as if you visit all the nav points and you blow up exactly. everything, and if there's a ship, you're escorting, it doesn't die. You're done like that's exactly. That's the extent of like,
1: it. All the flavor, all the story happens in between the mission. Whereas in X-Wing and TIE Fighter, all the story happens while you're in the cockpit. Yeah, which, you know, you know and I think it, that
2: there's, there's advantages to both. Uh, I think it's cool. Sure, of course. You know, it's obviously cool when, as you're playing a mission, it changes. I think that's sort of cool, and that's more right. realistic, because that's how life happens.
1: Right. right, but what I'm saying is, I think because it does that, mm-hmm. for me, it doesn't age as well, because not only the flight modeling, but the fact that it's kind of like you're hitting speed bumps. Yeah, you know, like oh, I gotta fly, I gotta stop, I gotta talk, I gotta make sure I talk to everybody. <sighs> I gotta talk to you. I gotta talk to you. I gotta and talk I to you. And I find that at the I very go-
2: least in in Wing Commander two, it was you clicked on one thing, right, and then you saw the story, and then you went on to the next mission. One and you get on to Wing Commander three, Wing Commander four. Then it's like okay, I gotta go to ten places and talk to five people, and then I can. Uh, and then if I don't talk to the right person. I can't actually do the next mission because the story thing hasn't happened to make trigger the, you know, the scramble for the next mission.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, exactly. And and two did that a little bit, but not as egregious as the later games. Right. Like I guess you know, there was, there, was, there was one thing to click there. View
2: storyline. And if that immediately brought you into the next mission, fine. If it didn't, you had to click on, you know, fly mission.
1: Wait. So... Couldn't you still go to the bar and click on all the people? No, there, was no, there
2: wasn't any of the any of that in Wing Commander Two. It was just the your your barracks room, and then you clicked on storyline. So you would go to you know oh, the, the observation deck. Right. or the barracks. you would
1: go. You that's right. You would click that, and you would go to the mess hall, or you would go to the observation deck, or you and you would watch people talk at you.
2: Yeah, and I think and you know Wing Commander right. Two was sort of like the 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 development of of Chris Roberts's idea that you know he should be a filmmaker, which we saw how that worked out. Yeah. <laughs>
1: oh, oh, my god. He did do one movie I liked. It was was an Outlander. Did you oh, see that yeah. one? I don't think I saw it, but I've I've read about it, and I I need to. And it I, was I, really. I, keep... I mean, it was entertaining. It was. I mean, it's got Ron Perlman in it. You can't go wrong with Ron Perlman, right? Um. But it was an actual good movie. Yeah, I mean great, the only time you know, I've ever been uh, like
2: physically angry in a movie theater was The Wing
1: Commander movie. Wing Commander movie? Yeah. When we we actually had Chris Roberts on our show, it was our fourth show. And we are never having him back <laughs> after after all the things we've all the things we've shit all the shit we've flung about Star Citizen. Right. Um but we we asked him about the movie and he was shockingly very forthcoming about what a failure it was
2: yeah like, i think there was a lot of politics around it and you know he wanted more time and more money and they were like nope this is coming
1: out because we got to put the the uh, episode the star wars star episode wars, one trailer yeah. in
2: front of it
1: oh so your can't is supposed to have fur oh well here are these lizard things yeah too bad uh but sorry we're, sh- we're shooting this today oh well so <laughs> i feel kind of bad i mean that movie had some great actors in it yeah but it was it was it was poop oh my god it was <laughs> uh I keep have telling myself I need to go Did back we- and the show is good. I like the show. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I bought a copy of it recently. It was like 11 bucks. I
2: actually need and- to do that because it used. So it is on YouTube, but I don't know what happened. And now it's actually region locked to the U S so tech- So I can't actually oh. watch it.
1: Oh crap. Yeah. No, If like, it was on sale on Amazon one day and I'm like, it's 11 I buy. I was like, I have to own this. Yeah, Excuse like me, I think I I haven't I've seen gotten around to watching
2: it. Because there's like I think there's like 13 episodes or something. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I've seen like the first six, maybe. And apparently okay. there's there's one there's one uh one episode that's really weird, and Michael Dorn is in it. And he's a voice. What? Yeah. There's this one episode where there's what? this like weird space hunter guy, and he's voiced by Michael Dorn. <laughs>
1: you know why not i mean all those star trek actors went on to do voice acting anyway with like gargoyles and crap so why the gargoyles
2: was basically the entire tng cast (laughs) yeah it
1: really was i don't think patrick stewart i think he was the only one who wasn't in there no he only started doing voice work
2: once he made friends with seth MacFarlane. oh god that's right (laughs) (laughs) now he's like i love him on american dad Oh, he's on American Dad. I've not watched American Dad. Oh, you sh- I mean American Dad's a, a a weird show. It starts off sort of eh, and then it gets I, I enjoy it. You know, you sort of have to enjoy it for what it is, but uh yeah, I, he's the he's like the deputy director of the CIA and American Dad. He stands stands oh. boss. <laughs> oh and my he's gosh. like really be- messed up. Like he's he he, he you never I no that's not true. You do see him like totally like he's like gets totally like coked out and like Hangs out oh with gosh. like you know Asian prostitutes. It's it's hilarious. Like the stuff. Basically, I think the the point of that show. And then we'll get off this tangent very soon. But he has said, I think the whole point of that show. And Seth MacFarlane has said the whole point of that show and his character on that show is so Seth MacFarlane can make Patrick Stewart say the weirdest things in his Patrick Stewart voice. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I'm hoping he shows up on the Orville. Uh, oh, I'm sure he will. They're buddies. Yeah, he's got he's got to show up in the Orville. I mean, they've already point. got they've already got Cassidy. So, yeah, and and they have the doctor, the EMH. So, yep. you know, so yeah, they, I mean, sorry, folks, tangent, but you know, it's space. Uh, <laughs> it's it's space. <laughs> it's tangentially related to Wing Commander, um, but I I thought it was funny. Like it's always funny going back to these '90s games and. You forget about the difficulty of yeah. games in the nineties, and, and then you go back to these games. You're like, "Oh, there it is! There's that nineties difficulty." It's <laughs> the nineties like, difficulty, you know, and the fact the
2: I'm trying to I'm trying to figure out when the concept of the in-game tutorial like started.
1: Oh god, that's a good question because I know Free Space one and two they had great tutorials, mm-hmm. um, and those were like ninety eight ish or something? Yeah, nine, 98, 99. X Wing and TIE Fire kinda did. They had the the courses. Remember the rainbow. They had the courses, but
2: the, see like to me a but, tutorial is like really and like and Mech Warrior 2 had had them where it was like like the to me the tutorial is yeah. like if you want to use your weapon, push two. It's not like go and fly and hear and if you die you your character won't die.
1: Well <laughs> there were games that had them like like rules of engagement had separate tutorial scenarios and a training manual mm-hmm. where, and, and so did uh, Starfleet one and two. Right. And I think some of the Maxis would,
2: games sort of had that where you'd start off like, you know, you'd be guided yeah. in building, you know, maybe it wasn't the original yeah, the SimCity but, 2000, but maybe SimCity
1: 3000 or something had it right but i mean those older tutorials they weren't in the game like you're talking about they were like you load up the scenario and you read the manual along with doing whatever's happening yeah load scenario scenario. a
2: and then click on this and and you know those maxis games came with like you know 200 page manuals (laughs) exactly half the book was teaching you about urban planning
1: (laughs) actually there are these um these uh another tangent folks there are these like City planning commission guides for the early SimCity games. Do you know about these? These, uh, these like they're strategy guides, but they're like they're called like city commission, like zoning guides. Okay, no, so like I've that. never
2: seen those, but I guess that's it, like in the vein of the X Wing and TIE Fighter strategy yeah. guides and, where it's like in and universe. They're amazing. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And they're, hang on, I have one right here. Oh, wow. Uh, no. Uh, well, I see this SimCity handbook. Where the hell is it? No, I oh on yeah. all good. This is the stuff I love. Yeah, like yeah. it's the Planning Commission Handbook is what it is, and there's one for the first SimCity and the and sim SimCity 2000. They're amazing reads. That's awesome. like amazing. Oh my god, I I kind of collect old strategy guides like that. But old strategy <laughs> guides are cool because they were not. They're like, so great.
2: Like I actually had. This is a dumb story and it is Wing Commander related so it's valid. It's about Wing Commander 3. So I bought the Wing Commander 3 strategy guide because you know in Wing Commander 3, spoiler for Wing Commander 3 everyone, in the mission where where the Behemoth gets destroyed, I thought that that was I thought you could win that mission. So I bought the strategy guide to to find the way that you could you could play that mission and not let the behemoth get destroyed. Cause I'm like, no, because the, you know, now I'm on like the losing track, right? I lost this mission. We have to go to like the B, you know, the backup plan to blow up Kilra and whatever. So I bought that. And the, and the strategy guide part of that strategy guide, what it wasn't in universe. It was just like, you know, system one, mission two, this is what you do to pass it. But the second half of the book was behind the scenes. It was the making of wing commander three.
1: Right. Yeah. I love when they do that. Like, um, the, uh, just quick tangent, the, um, the strategy guide for XCOM interceptor Mm -hmm. gives a lot of behind the scenes stuff on how that game was created, which is a shame. It turned out to be such a piece of crap, but, but the, but one of my favorites is the TIE fighter. Have you read the TIE fighter? Yep. Yep. So Um, the two,
2: the two strategy guides that I, well, I still have i had the x-wing one originally and i have no idea what happened to it and i never had the tie fighter one so i, I bought them on ebay and yeah those are the two strategy guides that i have on my shelf the stelle stelle chronicles or whatever yes
1: yeah both of those strategy guides like tell a story about your pilot like they actually give him a name like in tie fighter it's merrick Stell. i forget the one in x-wing kian farlander yes yes thank you um but yeah, you actually get to read, as you're reading about these missions you're going to play, you actually get to read the stories of the fictional pilot you're playing. And
2: it's, yeah, and it turns like, out that, like, you know, your pilot, Keen Farlander, is, like, mildly force-sensitive, and he has sort of, like, a little bit of a brush with the yeah. dark side. And
1: Right. And you don't see that in the game at all, so you're not missing anything if you don't own the gods, but if you do own the gods, you get this extra little flavor. It's EU. <laughs> yeah. And now, and now I totally want to buy these uh, Wing Commander strategy guides. It looks like there's only guides for uh, like three, four in Prophecy. That I don't makes see any guides sense. for one and two.
2: I mean, really, what strategy would you have for one and two? It, the strategy would be blow up everything. <laughs> it's true. It's true. I mean, even it's for true. Wing Commander 3, really? I guess because I guess the thing in Wing Commander 3 is you can choose your wingmen and you can choose your ships and you can choose your weapons. Yeah. So there, there is I mean, probably an element of strategy there. But that's so mild. It's mild, but I actually remember, because I, I had that strategy guide, that there were some missions where it said, oh, it gives you a Hellcat, but you really should fly an arrow, and it really should have, like, heat seekers, and, you know, because of blah, 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 blah. I mean, it's mild, but I guess it, if you're in the, the right ship, it does give you a bit of an advantage, I guess. I'm not sure why, but, you know, and I think that's that's the big difference between, you know, all the wing commanders... And, you know, a game like X-Wing or TIE Fighter where it's sort of like, you know, the the arena versus... Well, I guess X-Wing and TIE Fighter are more the arena because it's one place. But, you know, it's more like the gauntlet versus the puzzle.
1: That's true. And here's an interesting thing. I just looked up eBay to look up uh, Wing Commander Strategy Guides. Mm -hmm. There's a Wing Commander collectible card game?
2: Yes, there is. And I don't
1: remember how, but I have it. (laughs) <laughs> wow, wow! Yeah, like this one deck is fifteen dollars, and you're like, "Whoa!" Yeah, so f-
2: I have yeah. I have the there's a, a I have the Confederation deck and there's a Kilrathy deck. I don't have the Kilrathi deck, and I actually found it at my. I went back. My parents sold their house, and you know I've I've told the story a million times about how when my parents sold their house, I threw out all my box PC games, and then like two months later, I started the podcast. <laughs> <laughs>
1: And, oh uh, god
2: yeah i should you know what? yeah you just linked this i should i should buy the kilrathi deck just so i can have them both i mean it's 15 mm-hmm. bucks it's you know it's not the end of the world and uh yeah, yeah so i, I have exactly. the terran deck and
1: i'm not sure if i got it in something did you have the kilrathi saga you know what i never got the Kilrathi saga because i didn't feel the need i'm like i already own these they were apparently these amazing windows versions that were awesome and like it came with all this extra stuff. I'm like, I should have bought that at the time. Cause I'm just looking like there's a Wing commander. So wind commander saga uh, karate saga. Oh, 50 uh, Yeah. I've already so got all these games,
2: a- but yeah, they, they enhanced everything and I think it worked. They, they upped like stuff to general MIDI and, and all that. And yeah. And they were designed to work in windows natively. So you didn't have to fuss around with DOS mode and exactly. all this. Exactly. So yeah, oh. I, I, I had those, I actually still have the, I don't have the box anymore, but I still have the discs and apparently, it's super rare, so if I had kept the box and everything, you could. I think you, I, you, I've seen it sell for eBay for like over a hundred bucks.
1: Yeah, the one I just saw on eBay for fifty was with the box and everything, so it might have come down a little bit now that they're on um, now that they're on GOG.
2: Yeah, so now it's like you know it's not the the only best way to play Wing Commander.
1: Exactly, but I mean I'm going to keep an eye out for these strategy. Yeah, guys, and, and so
2: what I'm not sure of, and the reason I brought it up is I'm not sure if that card game might have come in the Kilrathi saga. Or if I was at like, you know, the, 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 the card store or whatever. Cause you know, I used to collect cards like everybody else did and maybe I saw it and I said, oh, right. I gotta buy that as wing commander. And it was like, probably not that expensive. Right. And yeah, it's like kind of a standard sort of magic style, you know, TCG where you fight each other and you have different cards that have different, you know, different resources and you have fighters and pilots and, you know, I think you would pair pi- fighters and pilots and against the Kilrathi fighters and pilots and based on the stats, they would, you know, fight that sort of a thing. Right.
1: I'm going to have to look into
2: this. Yeah. And it was more based on like wing commander three ish. Like just looking at the, you know, the symbols and everything. There's like the sword with the stars and that, that's sort of the, the logo style that they'd introduced in wing commander three.
1: These, these sets aren't that expensive. Like I'm looking on eBay right now and these sets are not that expensive
2: yeah i mean you sort of got to watch the ebay like i'm looking at one. Oh, yeah it's 14.95 plus 13.50 shipping
1: so really it's like 30 bucks <laughs> yeah exactly but yeah it's it's not that expensive i might have i might have to get it don't tell the wife i think she has her headphones on yeah
2: i think just for it's space game related i have to own it exactly and i mean you know just for completion <laughs> i already have the terran deck so i should just get the killer Athi deck and then never play it because <laughs> that's what i do when i do these
1: things yeah, there's a $30 with shipping thing for a Karathi and a Terran deck. I'm like, hmm, am hmm. I ever going to use that? No. no. But. Do I want it? Do I want it? Yes. So I actually, the way, I what I
2: did it? is I have it, I have, you know, one of those Ikea Detolf like uh, glass display case things. And on the bottom shelf, you know, thanks to, to another friend of mine named Brian, uh, Brian Demodulated, he actually... He lives in the city and we went out for, for drinks one night and he brought me a bag and he handed it to me and he's like, here, this is for you. And he gave me, he actually had two boxed copies of Wing Commander 1 and he gave one to me. So the only oh, boxed wow. boxed game that I own is, is on prominent display in this display case. And, uh, you know, and it's in really good condition and all that. And next to it, I have the little card, the box of the card, the TCG, the card game. <laughs> so that's like my little Wing Commander shelf. <laughs> wow yeah it looks like these starter decks are the only decks there are yeah there were never i don't think they ever made expansion decks i guess the whole point was like you know you would buy the starter deck and then you would you know much like magic you'd buy expansion decks and get better cards and build out your deck and all that but yeah i don't think it ever went anywhere i don't think this company mag 7 that seems to have made this uh this card game i don't know how long they actually lasted
1: yeah i'm trying to figure out like is it just those starter sets and that's it I, I that's it's I, easy yeah exactly well I, I mean I think
2: in you know theoretically you could play the game with just the starter deck and then if they ever came out with expansion decks it would be like you know it would be better but uh yeah I don't think they ever did I think Wing Commander was sort of weird in so far as you know they had the games and then they had these tie-in novels that came out and like they sort of started going down the path of really merchandising Wing Commander and then it all sort of I don't know if the movie just killed it <laughs> I'm sure it
1: did. I'm sure that had a lot to do with it. Cause I would kill for like
2: <laughs> and I know if you go look on Wing Commander CIC and stuff, they have like, you know, people are 3D printing like really cool models of ships and but it's all fan stuff. But like I would have killed for like, you know, a full on like proper like AMT model kit of like, I don't know, a hornet or something like that. Oh god, right? Or a broadsword well, or I, a dragon. I would
1: have or- brought I would have bought that. I would have bought a broadsword, absolutely. I'd still, have, I'd have it hanging from my ceiling right now. I don't care how it looked. Yeah, and I and I'm totally sure that that was
2: probably in the cards, and then just I don't know, some something happened. Maybe the movie, maybe something else, and it just, or maybe it was just origin, you know, getting swallowed up by EA and and going away. That's you know, who knows.
1: So, where in the pantheon of Wing Commander games does number two fall for you? Oh, that's a good question because when when I first you know, decided that,
2: hey, I'm, I'm going to do some YouTube stuff and I really want to play Wing Commander 2. It was because in my mind, Wing Commander 2 was my favorite game of the series. And I don't know. I haven't played... I, for, I think from a gameplay perspective, I probably like Prophecy the best. And that's probably just because it's the most modern. But, you know, I want to say it's... it's either three or four, and I say I can't decide right now because it's been much too long since I played four. I remember liking right. four. I remember liking the story. I remember liking the fact that it wasn't, like, all CG. They sort of introduced a little bit of practical set because, I mean, you know, you look up in Commander 3 and even just watching your, your recent videos on it, like, you can tell that, like, they were still trying to figure out Things like when you see when when you know Mark Hamill's coming down the steps to get onto the get you know board his fighter. Oh god! And the stairs oh are supposed god. to be like you know attached to the ship, but you look at them and they're like wobbling because they're all shitty and they're just on wheels. Like you could tell, like that guys, this isn't well
1: done. Like it, were, it really wasn't. It really wasn't well done at all. And like. I, are we moving along from Wing Commander 2 now? Yeah, like, yeah, we can move on. I think we, know, we we, we
2: talked to Wing Commander Two. But yeah, let's this is a, a Wing Commander overview, I guess. Because so we'll on.
1: Yeah, cause, cause one, cause one thing I just uh every time in Wing Commander three you get in your cockpit, I don't need to see Mark Hamill's crotch <laughs> every time I start flying. If I'm like just just put me in there, let me just fly out and, and just be done with it. It's really frustrating. Yeah. Um I, I don't need uh, and w- I, I he puts on about his little gloves that
2: don't actually clip into his his spacesuit. <laughs> no,
1: to, to anything. You just see a glove put on and it clips <laughs> onto nothing. I, I, I this didn't bother me as much as at the time, but it bothers me now about Wing Commander Three is that there are two women in the game, and you get to choose one of them as a prize,
2: and one of them is a porn basically. star. <laughs>
1: I wanted to be a porn star, and and and, and, and
2: like, recently it, I, it didn't dawn on me because at the time I didn't know she was a porn star. But all of her lines right. sort of imply that she's a porn
1: star. Oh my god! Right? <laughs> so much like did a thirteen-year-old boy write this? Come on! Yes, it's, um,
2: it's like well, you know, I post special hours to make sure people are working properly. <laughs> but you like to get my hands on
1: that beauty. It's like oh Jesus Jeez Christ, God. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, in in if if folks, if you haven't played Wing Commander three, they're basically two women, and Blair, at one point, gets to choose between both uh, one or the other, well, to be fair, there there are what?
2: three there are three women, there's Cobra as well, but she doesn't count because, yeah, I don't no. know, she's angry,
1: <laughs> that's right, so there's two potential love interests there's the there's the blonde mechanic, so basically the, blonde... the, the, the
2: two the two the two attractive
1: white women are. <laughs> are your love interests
2: and then and the angry black woman is you know just hates hobbs
1: no (laughs) just hate hobbs and you you can't get through to her um but so at one point you get to choose one of them as your love interest and if you choose the mechanic the the pilot will not fly with you anymore if you choose the pilot the mechanic won't help you with your loadout anymore and if you choose neither they both hate you right so you can't win (laughs) You can't win. And it's so horrible. I, I I was really glad I only played these games for a few entries and then move on to something else because I'm like, I don't want to get to this. Yeah,
2: this is just uncomfortable.
1: And the thing is, Angel, who's his girlfriend, just fucking died. Yeah, like she is brutally murdered by Thrakas at the beginning like, of the game. Like her like her body is still warm when Blair's like, man, <laughs> okay, hey, these girls are hot. <laughs> Like the corpse doesn't even shit itself yet, and and he's already like jumping to the next body. It's like, oh my god, come on! Dude. And, the, and the worst part this about is, that
2: is, if you set this up the right way, you know, you can go and and get it on, which with with whichever one of these, you know, two ladies you have the opportunity to do it with, and then you the next scene you can go to your locker and you can lay, gaze longingly at the picture or the the hologram of Angel telling you uh, that she loves you.
1: <laughs> oh, that's right. Because I remember I. I remembered you could do that, but then I forgot you could still do that even after. Oh, God. Or
2: maybe you can't. (laughs) I don't know. But either way, it's in your freaking locker, man.
1: Does he throw that out when she's dead? uh, She's dead. Like, you know, know, Data kept that hologram of Tasha for for, forever.
2: Yeah, they only did it one time.
1: One time. (laughs) One. And he told her to forget about it. She told him to forget about it. And of course he couldn't because he's an Android. Data got friend zoned.
2: Friend zone.
1: Poor data. Oh. Um sort of. Sort of. But <laughs> but yeah, like I was really glad that Wing Commander Four had no romantic subplot.
2: Yeah. Exactly, and and so like, I think that. Thank God, and I, you know, I think now I I will probably say, and not because we just trash talked Wing Commander three a whole bunch, because I'm sure Wing Commander four also has its share of issues, but I do remember liking Wing Commander four better. Again, yeah, because you know they did a bit better on on the production quality, and I liked, I think I liked the ships more and not just cuz of the dragon. Yeah. I like the dragon, but even the other But the
1: border le- the border
2: world ships had real character to them. Yeah, they did. There was I was it the Banshee or something. There was a one that was like it had like these three like prongs on it and it had like a machine gun on it.
1: Yeah, I believe that was the Banshee. It was like the it was the one with like the big prong underneath and the two big prongs sticking on the side.
2: Yeah, and it had like a, a like a, a ballistic, you know, automatic chain gun or whatever on it as because they had like yeah. Wing commander four they had like these alternate weapons
1: which i thought were really cool yeah yeah because they had to they had to improvise
2: yeah and, th- and that was the one i loved because i would get right up on a ship and i'd, I'd turn on this this chain gun or whatever just go, oh yeah
1: it was right. awesome and but they so, actually had they actually had real sets in wing commander four as yes. well that wasn't all wasn't all green screened which was and who was, nice who was up. the,
2: at, and the, the actors. So I didn't know, like at the time, you know, outside of, of Mark Hamill and Malcolm McDowell, I didn't really recognize oh. any of the actors and, and people in Wing Commander three were, were actually like, you know, for real actors. And I didn't even know Tim Curry was in it. <laughs>
1: oh yeah. No, I've, I, I, actually forgot that too. Yeah. He's M- then, Malik. The... Yeah. And then the, and then the guy who voices Hobbs, He's that actor who was the Klingon ambassador in the in Star Trek four and six.
2: Yeah, exactly. And and then Mr. I think Mr.
1: President, <laughs> <you know. laughs> and they that went guy. even
2: bigger in, in Wing Commander four. And who was the the commander of of the I can't remember the name of the ship now, the Confederation ship that you start on. He was he was a guy.
1: Well, it was it was J- uh, Jason Bernard was the commander in, in Wing Commander three. Th- yeah,
2: but not the 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 guy that re- the guy that replaces Jason Bernard in Wing Commander four because he gets like Jason Bernard oh, runs okay. the the. The Borderlands ship, but who's who's who commands the Confederation? Um, I can't freaking remember now. I have to go Google it now.
1: Look at me. <laughs>
2: oh, yeah. It's not Michael Ironside, but he's like Michael
1: Ironside. God, I can't remember. I'm looking it up. Yep, we- um, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah. But yeah, like I'd only known uh, John Reese Davies from the Indiana Jones movies. Um, i Ma- I don't remember what I'd known Malcolm McDowell for. I'm sure I'd seen him in something but like francois what's his name francois chow yeah yeah who is yeah. now on who is now on the expanse yeah. and the tick he was vagabond so john you know?
2: spencer is is captain hugh paulson oh,
1: oh my god john spencer from from uh from uh from uh from uh
2: the west wing uh, yeah i was gonna say the west wing leo leo mcgarry yes
1: oh my god and I he was Director in- womack from the rock. Oh my god. Whoa, back. Right. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, like the, the you but, know uh, they, they didn't screw around. No. And of course, uh Tom the amazing Tom Wilson. Of course. As as maniac, you know, Biff from uh back, back to, to the, the, the Future. future no, I mean he's he's the um, highlight. And I, I actually I always remember I love the, him so
2: much. The from the, the intro to Wing Commander Four where he finds, you know, Blair on freaking Tatooine. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and he's in the and maniac's in the bar chatting up some girl and he gets yeah. slapped.
2: And I always remember so when great. they're
1: they're flying back
2: to, to the to the military and in and their fighters and, and Tom Wilson says something about their 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 wonderful rep- repartee. He's like, Oh, I bet you missed my my
1: sterling repartee or something like that. And I'm like, That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, I was I was really happy they kept some of them. I mean, a lot of the characters died in Wing Commander One and Two. Mm-hmm. So, but I was really cl- I was really glad they kept Paladin and 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 Maniac. Yeah, um, yeah, that was really great to see some of those some of those characters really stick with it through the entire series, basically.
2: Yeah, pretty much. And yeah, Maniac is sort of like the you know he's your your the co-star really. Like he's just he follows you it through. Really is, he, is. is he
1: in? He is in prophecy, right? Yeah, both of them are in prophecy. I believe I believe um I believe he be- I believe he becomes a colonel in prophecy. Yes, he Doesn't finally like after he- so many years,
2: he finally after gets so
1: long. He finally <laughs> he finally gets the colonel stripes. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so he's also in uh in prophecy uh which is which is great. Yeah, I got to um, play that
2: game again with yeah, with uh, you play
1: Iceman's son basically. Son, yeah. Yeah. I'm looking, I'm looking forward to playing both that and uh special ops. Um, is prophecy on GOG. They're all on GOG. Okay. Yeah, cause I, the, the only on thing, GOG, yeah. my only concern with
2: prophecy is cause it's like, you know, you're getting into like real, like Win 95, Win 98, like if, if, if it'll run. Okay.
1: I wouldn't be surprised if it ran on a uh, glide emulator. Like I use N glide, right? Yeah. Yep. A, a lot of the GOG games come with actually. Mm-hmm. And, uh, for the most part, NGlide works great. So I'm not too worried about it. Um, I feel I
2: feel like if you go into the we'd we'd know if it didn't run very well.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm wondering, I don't even know if GOG, if their version of Wind Commander 4 is the is it the CD-ROM version or the much to DVD version. Ooh. The DVD version. Ooh.
2: <laughs> complete with because I guess I had the CD ROM version. C- complete with uh Oh, I guess, no, that's, we, we don't need to talk about Privateer 2, but, you know, complete with, uh, oh, with interlaced oh, video.
1: Oh. <laughs> oh, man, Privateer. No, we can talk about Privateer 2, because uh, it is a technically a Wing Commander game, I Technically, guess. though, I don't think it actually started life as a Wing Commander game. No, it wasn't supposed to, but then they slapped the Privateer name on it for, I forget why. But... That that's a great movie with a great cast. That's an, uh, actually a, a, a honestly honestly got a terrible game. Yeah, it's, game it, is,
2: it, it can't. It literally can't be a worse game. Like I could can't think of a way they could have made it a worse game.
1: But you got fucking uh, Christopher Walken and 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 oh god, the guy from from Hellboy, what's his name? Oh god, um, oh. the actor. He was also an alien. Um, Bad with actor yeah. names. <laughs> But i mean Cl- clive owen well, yeah clive and, owen
2: if, if that's who you we were thinking of i was thinking of clive owen no
1: no no that's not what i was thinking of it was clive owen you got uh david warner and and all these just amazing actors in this god awful game shit of a game it's awful it's i'm really sorry bad. for cursing i oh my god no no no. it's a bad yeah. game it, I, it's it's fine but the nice thing about gog is they have every wing commander game now that's been released for the pc John Hurt is in Privateer 2. Yeah, John, John Hurt is in it. Uh, Jürgen Proch uh, now, so c- call back to, to, to the actual Wing Commander movie, Jürgen Proch now. Yep. Oh my God. That's what I was trying to think of, John Hurt. Yeah, he's he's like one of the first characters you run into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, a lot of people were in that game. And uh, it's kind of a shame because I kind of blame that game on kind of killing the franchise yeah because you know the Uh, movie may have done
2: badly but you know the game people still liked the games and then this came out
1: yeah (laughs) well but it also like it was really kind of a shame that the series died with secret ops yeah because secret ops was all right it wasn't as good as 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 prophecy but like people were like losing interest in space games at that point with joysticks right i think that that was sort of the thing too so yeah yeah. so it's it's kind of a shame, and that's we're going to talk about it. That's why so many people bought into Star Citizen.
2: It's the the, the rebirth, I, and I mean, you know, as much yeah. as we malign Star Citizen, and you know, I malign it as much as anyone because you know I gave them sixty five bucks, and I don't think I'm ever going to see much out
1: of it. But uh, one twenty 120, one twenty five here,
2: yeah, the freelancer package. So, you know, I I do think that that did sort of kickstart. You know, to coin a term, kickstart. Uh, you know, a bit of this this rebirth between that and Elite Dangerous.
1: Oh, it totally did. It totally did. People saw that and go. People actually do like space games. I've wanted a space game for years. I'm going to make a space game. And now, and, and now so, there's too many to count. So,
2: <laughs> you're a very is busy man. An amazing problem. <laughs> yeah, which is an amazing
1: problem to have. But um, but yeah, it's like people like Wing Commander didn't really get the ending it deserved in no. terms of not only story-wise but as a game series so a lot of people were hopeful that with um with uh, star citizen you get that mix of wing commander and freelancer mm-hmm. that ever, that everyone wanted and who the fuck knows what it is now i mean nobody knows like all, kinda... all i wanted was squadron 42 that's all i wanted <laughs> that's really all i wanted I wanted Squadron forty two and freelancer. Yeah. And you were that's that's how it was supposed to be initially. It was supposed to be you did a military career, then you retired, and it was freelancer or privateer, if you wanna stick no, with either yeah, one, one way
2: or the movie. other, whatever. But
1: and, one way or another. And that would have been amazing. Now it's this thing, and uh, people are gonna hate me for saying this, but they are probably never gonna release a game.
2: No, I don't know. Because I they're I don't making so,
1: so they're making so much more money selling the dream of the than the actual game. Like <laughs> what was that thing have- that
2: came out where you could buy all the ships? How much was it?
1: Okay, it was $1,000 to l- just look at it. <laughs> and then if you wanted it, it was $27,000. I wish I had. To basically
2: I don't I mean I don't wish to, I had 27,000 dollars to spend on that mm. but I wish I had I had enough money to con, to even have that enter the realm of like oh, that's that's yeah. I,
1: I could afford that that's feasible <laughs> like, I don't I might want to do that no it's for ships that don't even have jpegs yet like a running joke in uh, those of us who are feel maligned by star Citizen. or we call these ships a lot of them JPEGs because they you can't even fly them right. in the alpha that's going on right now. So we just call them JPEGs. A lot of these ships don't even have that. A lot of them are just con. A lot of them are just concept. And the thing is, I don't know if I don't think it started out this way, but I think because Chris Roberts is who he is, he doesn't know when to stop. Well, and that's and so keeps, like I said, money.
2: like I said earlier, you know, he's yeah. he's the he's the publisher, right? So he's the one who's yeah. making the call of well, you know, because that that's what a Yes, you know, publishers, you know, and I understand in the world of indie and the world of Kickstarter and all this stuff, you don't need a publisher. But sometimes it's not bad to have a publisher because sometimes it's not bad to have a boss who says, hey, we control how much money you have and you need to release this. And I understand I'm I'm a software developer. Like, it's what I do during the day. Right. And I'm the kind of software developer that hates I hate releasing stuff. I like working on stuff. I like doing stuff. I like making new things. I hate releases because that. Uh, fi- releases are super stressful, right? It's like, well, now we're oh, going to sure. find out what's really wrong with the thing and all the fun part is over. And now we're going to have to be chasing down stupid bugs and it's going to suck. Exactly. And clients are going to be mad and blah, blah, blah. And so that's the part I hate. So I understand if I was Chris Roberts and I was in charge,
1: I would never release a damn
2: thing because I don't want to be, I don't want that stress, <laughs> but you have to. Well, not only that, day.
1: but. Not only that, it's kind of like the George Lucas problem. Like when he made the first three Star Wars movies, he had, especially for the first two, people telling him no. Yeah. Like you can't do that, George. Like his wife, who was the editor, the studio people, uh Lawrence Kazdan, who went on to write Empire Strikes Back. People would tell him, No, you have to rein this in. Mm-hmm. And but with the pre with the prequels, oh my god, it's George if, Lucas. Oh my god, George Lucas yeah. I'll do whatever you want. I we can't say no to you. He needed no he needed people to tell him no. And and Chris Roberts, I think, is the same way. He like he's got all these people who are like, Oh my god, it's Chris Roberts, Wing Commander. But like his vision is gone and I really don't think it started this way, but now it's gone off the rails. Yeah. But he can't admit it's gone off the rails. Well no. So he has to keep going. Yeah, I mean I think
2: he's gonna pull he's gonna pull a Molyneux and, and eventually it's all gonna implode and he's gonna say I'm retiring from the games industry and he's gonna maybe he'll disappear. Yeah. I don't know, maybe he won't, but but you know, this it's it's a fiasco now, I I'd sort of say, and it's it's yeah. out of control oh. and you know, there's no and, and at this point, you know, like a lot of things, no matter what they release, it's it's, it's not, not gonna, gonna be anything,
1: right? No. <laughs> like it's not gonna be anywhere near what they promised. And like, even if they ever do release it, it's going to be at a point where no one, either no one's going to care, it's not going to live up to anyone's expectations, because I don't think at this point you can, mm-hmm. or it's going to crash and burn due to a lawsuit or something, like this Crytek thing or whatever. Right. Where, um, where like, because I don't know if you know Derek Smart, but Derek Smart has made it his side job <laughs> to uh, to point out everything wrong with the star citizen campaign yes and i don't blame him because he's made his living in space games and a lot of us worry that if star citizen crashes and burns
2: there goes there goes the genre yeah yeah yeah
1: there goes the genre for another 10 15 years of dark times and only russian games or whatever again um (laughs) because you know you know you you
2: can say what you want about elite and that you know there's not much to do and it's just sort of big and empty and and blah 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 right. blah, blah but they released a game
1: <laughs> yeah they released a game and there's not a ton of a game to it but they're working on it and you can actually play it and it's stable and you can fly around in it at least and do things it's 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 not what it could be yet but i could see that it'll get there someday right you know but with with star Citizen, it's like what do you do like I think the moment I finally gave up on Star Citizen was when they released, They said they were going to do this this camera thing. Do you remember this? Where Vagu- it would follow your face. It would follow your face, and it would match your facial expressions in the game. <laughs> I'm not even making this up. This is about a year ago, oh, where man. you bought this special like, $200 camera that was actually an RSI-branded camera oh, um, that would actually mimic your face in the game, like no, just release the fucking I'm sorry. <laughs> just release right. the right. damn game. <laughs> just release the game. No, just and, make and that's it. Like, it's
2: it's frustrating, right? Because you know what? You it's know, so you know what it could be, and you know, yeah, Chris Roberts has vision, and he wants to do things, and he makes things cinematic, and you know, and maybe the gameplay isn't necessarily the greatest thing on earth, but you know, if you hire the right people, then that part can happen, and you know, all I want is 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 a a fun game that has a bunch of missions and that has some cool story and some characters that I care about, and then you know if I want to go off and have the freedom to do my own thing, a la privateer, freelancer, starlancer, whatever you want to call it, then you know that's that's cool too. Uh, but you know, just I, I don't need you know a, a first-person shooter and a racing yeah. sim no, and oh, you racing, know whatever a other a weird... fish tank,
1: uh, yeah. a fish tank in my hangar. I don't need that. I'm glad you brought up Star Lancer because that's like kind of, it's sort of Wing Command. It's very Wing commander It's mm-hmm. almost like a successor to Wing Commander trying to start its own thing. It's really a shame it didn't go anywhere because it came out just at the wrong time. Just
2: too late. You know, it
1: was just way too late. It came out in what, 2002, I think, which is after the genre was dead. Yeah, that was just, two, and 2002
2: so, was just like, you know, FPS land.
1: <laughs> yeah, like- I think that and I War Two came out around the same time, and no one except me cared. Right. Um, but like Starlancer, if folks, if you want a really great Win Commander experience, but a little more modern, Starlancer is actually really great. It runs well on modern hardware. And did you know you could play the campaign full co op with like four people? Wow, I did not know that. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know that either until we were talking to one of the guys um, that worked on it, and so we tried it, and it worked. And it worked great. We cool. did it over evolve and it worked great. So it's, you can't buy it anymore. Sadly, it's not on Gog or anything. So find yourself an abandoned wear copy of star Lancer and Get it running. There you go. Get something like, get something like game ranger or something and do the campaign with some friends. We played through several missions with like three or four of us and it was great.
2: It's like X-Wing versus TIE fighter wing commander edition.
1: Oh my God. Yeah. And, uh yeah, that's another great game. Uh-huh. But um but uh yeah, it's it's kind of a shame that Wing Commander cuz there was supposed to be a privateer online that never materialized. Which makes
2: yeah, it makes total sense, right? <laughs> like that that's that's yeah, what that, that that's exactly. what an
1: online world and a persistent economy
2: and all that stuff like it's designed for a like, game like that.
1: Like it's crazy to think that the most recent Wing Commander games are this arena of Xbox game. Buh. From like 2006. I never played it. I never played it. But there was also, (laughs) there was also Wing Commander Prophecy on the Game Boy Advance. How does that work? It was weird. (laughs) It was, because you're playing this game with a D-pad and you're like, what is this? I mean, everyone knows how
2: I feel about the SNES edition of Wing Commander
1: 1. (laughs) Oh, jeez. Yeah, it was, it was strange. That came out in 2003? I think think and that was just like what is this <laughs> this is really strange so it's just kind of sad to think that those are the most modern wing commander games and then you got the father of wing commander himself coming out in 2012 saying i'm gonna make a new one but my own thing and was like yeah let's give you money
2: <sighs> and, then, and, 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 that's, the, and that's all that happened I remember the controversy if about the, look, that door that they installed at the offices. It was like this crazy oh future God, door. Folks,
1: <laughs> if you're not aware, if you're not aware, um, the the people who are making Star Citizen have several offices. Uh, there's one in, here in California. There's one in England, and I think there's one in Austin. Yeah, Austin. I think that was probably the original one was in Austin. That was the first one. Yeah, and in Santa Monica, they for their office created a custom door that looks like a spaceship door. Probably cost. Thousands of dollars <laughs> to to not only make the door but install it so it's it's motorized. It goes, whoosh, it does that the whole Star Trek thing, and it must have cost thousands of dollars. I'm like, that's not what I gave you money for, Chris. That Roberts. was just, that,
2: that was just like, oh, we sold like five ships this week. Let's let's make this door.
1: <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yeah. And so, if you look at the original Kickstarter, which was in 2012, their original timeline was to release the game in 2014.
2: Yeah. And it was supposed to, I remember it it was supposed to run on like a, like, I think it was supposed to run on the graphics card that I had at the time, which I think was like a GTX, like 680 or something.
1: I'll be honest with you. I'm still running the computer today, right now that I bought to run Star Citizen. It's got a GTX 770 in it, Mm -hmm. which is, to be honest, still a great card. Like I'm running Witcher 3 and uh, Inquisitor on it just fine. I'm going to upgrade this year finally. But, um, I mean, the only
2: reason I, I bought- upgraded was because I realized after, after you and baby was born, I wasn't going to have money anymore. So I did that. I, I built a new machine yeah, right before she was born.
1: Build a new machine. It's going to last five, ten years. Yep. And, that's and my I old machine, my,
2: my old 2009 rig is actually serving my nephew very well. He's playing Fortnite on it. And it's, you know, it's a oh, it, yeah. it's a it's it's an i7 from, you know, a 2009 era i7. It's got a, a GTX 680 it, or 670 in it. And uh, uh he exactly says it, what I have. Yeah, and he says it, it works it works great for him. So I'm like, hey, that's fine. I'm like, maybe I should
1: have just kept I am it. I'm actually I'm actually running this thing right now on a i7 nine twenty. Yeah. Uh, from two thousand nine. And I upgraded the graphics, I upgraded the RAM and everything, but it's still that computer. I put this computer together for Star Citizen in Elite. Well, and at least you now, can play Elite. On. Hell, yeah, but who the hell knows what we're gonna be running? star citizen on the, ha- the holodeck or whatever <laughs> i'll be honest i haven't played it in two years i haven't I, haven't I haven't i haven't
2: played i haven't played an i i played a release yeah for i don't even
1: remember when it was it was a long time ago i'll be honest i can't download it i, I, I can't it's it stalls every time every time i'm trying to download it it stalls and so someone wrote me i wrote i, I talked about this on a something a while back and they're like just turn off everything else that uses the internet and download it. Like, like, I don't care about no. Star
2: Citizen nearly enough to do that.
1: I'm not. I'm not turning off Steam or whatever just so I can download a game you know, that I'm probably going to find
2: frustrating and annoying.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, not even a full game. Like, uh, yeah, it's uh, like no, uh, no, uh, an eighth of a game maybe. There's more. There's more than so, enough.
2: You know, games that are actually released
1: <laughs> that we want to play. You're right. But the thing about Wing Commander is it came out at the right time. Yes. And it it really showed off the hardware that you could buy well. It's still well loved today. I mean, yeah, like I said, my my reverence for it has gone down a bit since actually returning to it. But I still it still has a special place. It'll always like I don't know if I told you, but I'm going to get um I've got several tattoos planned mm-hmm. on my to my wife's chagrin. On my right arm. I'm going to get the Free Space 2 symbol. Right. Very. Um, cool. But on the left arm, I'm going to get the Confed symbol and the Interstellar symbol from Starflight. Nice. And um, probably, the M- probably the Empire symbol from TIE Fighter. Mm-hmm. Probably the Empire symbol from Elite. You know, that's going to be on the other arm. So Wing Commander will always have an insanely special place in my heart, and it's still the series that a lot of people aspire to make their games too like you know i mean free space 2 is my favorite game of all time but it took a lot of what wing commander did right to make it special
2: exactly yeah and, a, um, you know it's built standing on the shoulders of giants right
1: exactly and and wing commander will always have that special place in a lot of our hearts but i'm worried that chris roberts doing what he's doing now if sour versus, that a little yeah yeah, that's what I'm worried about. If Star Citizen does end up crashing and burning, will it sour that for a lot of us? And I really hope it doesn't. I hope because it doesn't. I mean, yeah, e- I,
2: I think, you know, playing playing Wing Commander 2 and, and you know, forcing myself, quote unquote, even though I, I enjoyed it to play it all the way through. You know, there there were times there were some missions that I had oh to my do. God. Ten, I had to do some ten times.
1: I did, I won't lie. I don't know how you did that. I don't know how you have the patience for that. I couldn't do it. Dogged I, stubbornness. <laughs> like I had a hard time going through privateer privateer
2: is like, so privateer uh, is is harder
1: i oh think so privateer god. has that crazy is. ramp oh my god so does like you get you you get a jump drive don't you, you don't even have to jump you get a jump drive and all the ships are like are like hey we're gonna throw the bigger shit at this guy now because he has a jump drive but
2: right, you're still in like and the like tarsus with to, like a little pop gun. yeah you're still
1: <laughs> in the tarsus but you have a jump drive now <laughs> it's like oh shit everyone's coming at me yeah so like, the first time just like, totally that way Oh my God.
2: <laughs> but you know, I think that the, the story based games tend and and, you know there are hard missions in Wing Commander 2. And I, I remember in your your right. playthrough that there was one one of the early ones with Hobbs where you're in Rapier, and the Rapier in Wing Commander 2 is just a, a garbagey ship. Like it's it's made made of paper. And yeah. Uh, oh my god. You know, there was a mission but, that you had trouble with that yeah, that was one of those ones I think I did it five, six, seven times, mm-hmm. and in one time I got lucky and I got through it. And you know, I sort of yeah, did and, that because I
1: said, "No, I am. I am doing a full playthrough of this game. I do not care." I'm actually excited. I'm playing Wing Commander Armada next week. Armada I, is an interesting I have, one. I've not played Armada in at least twenty years. Yeah, so I haven't played I it am, since it originally came out. I remember having some fun with
2: it, but you know, I I don't remember it being like the most groundbreaking or hardball game of all time. But it was an interesting no. take on things, and I think it may not hold up because it's it's sort of
1: yeah i'm I'm thinking it's probably not gonna
2: but you know it was an interesting idea like academy was just sort of it just seemed like a dumb money grab
1: but oh my god it was like our 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 next wing commander game isn't out yet here yeah and someone on twitter um it might have been you but i think it was um i forget who now uh oh it was the guy who helps run uh the cic oh yeah 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 was it ben ben lesnick maybe yeah uh, but that was like, he was like, that's a, that was a, that's so a at its time because people would like make missions and save them to floppies and trade them with each other. I'm like, I never did that. Yeah. <laughs> but and- I did make, I, re- I remember making missions like a few times and like, Ooh! um But folks, the best thing about Academy is you get to b- fly the broadsword as much as you as, fucking yeah, want.
2: Whatever you want, you can fly a broadsword. Whatever you want,
1: you can fly the goddamn broadsword and it's the, it's such a great thing to fly.
2: Oh yeah. It's a cool ship. It's and I, I always remember at the time so I, I was freaked out because it didn't have afterburners and I'm like, well, what am I supposed to do? How am I supposed to get away from stuff? And, and you just, it can you're just not, take such a damn beating.
1: You're not supposed to get away. You just shoot at them until they go. Boom. Yeah, exactly. you know, you're not supposed to get away at all. It's not a turn and burn ship. It's a, oh yeah, come at me. I got three. I got three mass, mass, mass drivers, drivers yeah. for your face. Boom. For your face.
2: No, it boom, boom, was great. Boom. It was great.
1: Oh, uh, Anyways, I so, guess we should sort of start, we should start wrapping things up. Yeah, yeah, but but folks, we we've talked. Uh... Oh, it's your show. You should wrap it up. I'm well, so hey. used to wrapping. <laughs> yeah, you should exactly. wrap
2: it up. no, <laughs> e- either either way. I mean, you know, we we've definitely we we've gone through a good chunk of the series. And I, you know, I when right. when we have these sort of whether it's. You know, the, the one other time I had a, a guest on and we talked about news or when we talk about the, you know, we do the hangouts, which which I have to schedule probably in July at this point Right. or whatever. I, I, mean, I, I don't love, you know, structure and all that. I just like to, for us to to grab a to- topic
1: and, and roll with it. And I think we did that. It's hard to stick to a structure. It's really hard. Like I try to with our podcast. And mm-hmm. We never do. We never do. So I just have like bullet points of what we should talk about. Uh, but like what I was going to say is, folks. We've, we've we've maligned wing commander a little tiny bit but if you've never played them and you have any kind of interest in space games the next time they're on sale on gog you should pick them all up oh yeah i mean like, they're, they're incredible them. like just, just to every me, one of them
2: yeah like wing commander is is by far my 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 favorite game series of all time yeah. i i would say yeah. and you know and and i think i i I know yours is 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 uh Free Space 2 and I think the reason mine mm. is not Free Space 2 is not because it's it's not as good of a game because I probably guarantee that it is a better game than all the Wing Commander games but I never I didn't play Free Space 2 because I didn't really love Descent and when mm, I saw and and fair. I saw Descent that's Free fair. Space I'm like oh I don't really like Descent so I never played them at the time so yeah. I don't have that nostalgia factor
1: but they, I mean they are it's, great yeah, games have you, have you played- have you played them since? Yeah, I, them I since. have. I have, and okay. I, I need to Just play them. Sure.
2: Yeah, and I need to play them more.
1: The one thing Wing Commander does that Free Space doesn't is give you an emotional connection to the other pilots, right? Um, because I mean, the story in the Free Space games are great, and you really do get emotional because all these um, fucked up things happen. Yeah, and I think especially, in especially 2, in Free Space Two, but, even more so. Oh my god! But in Wing Commander. It distills it down to your relationship to these individual pilots that have names and have histories in free space like oh i lost alpha Two. Oh well, eh. <laughs> that's all that's all you knew him as alpha two it's like oh no alpha two i loved your pound cake now, i don't know <laughs> like who, who cares about alpha two they were just exactly. a, they were just a guy that took fire instead of you um so that is the one failing i think the free space games have mm-hmm. um but they succeed in numerous other ways but yeah folks I think if you've not, never played these it will give you an appreciation of how far we've come not just in the 90s because in the 90s things moved so fast. Yeah. So fast, especially with hardware. You went from v- EGA to VGA to SVGA to 3D acceleration and multiple types of 3D acceleration just in the span of a decade. Hardware moved so much faster than it right and today. now
2: it's totally different, right? So now like you were just saying like you can play most modern games at good settings on on a computer that is ten years old or almost ten mm-hmm. years old, you know, like,
1: <laughs> because we've we've reached this level of graphics where it's like you don't need the greatest, the the latest and greatest to run things really well. Mm-hmm. But back then, like Wing Commander was the game that forced you to buy that new 486 yep. or that new Pentium, you know. Yeah, like I and played so, Wing
2: Commander three on a on a Pentium two hundred, and it oh, did run super yes. great, honestly. <laughs> No,
1: oh, no it probably didn't i had to
2: run it in um, vga mode and if i ran i could run it in svga but then i had this weird onboard sound thing and i uh, don't know yeah, if it yeah, like yeah. shared dma channels or something but if i switched to svga it would start the sound would start crackling
1: <laughs> oh god i bet you i bet you it shared a hardware like IRQ. yeah some io
2: thing yeah an irq or yeah, a dma stupid, or
1: whatever oh my god it um arrest. Yeah, but I I was only able to play four, I think three or four after I got a Pentium two. I was able to play those on a on a SVGA. Yeah, because um, I skipped Pentium two. Was... I went
2: we went three eighty six, I can't remember exactly what, to a four eighty six DX two sixty six, which was way mm. better than all my other friends four eighty six DX thirty threes.
1: That was like the standard for like a whole year. I love that was my favorite <laughs> was, computer ever, that... was that DX two sixty six. I love it. That was like the de facto like ooh a of D- uh, 4666 that was like the big deal for like a whole year back then. Oh yeah, and then it was and then, and then it, was it was DX4 Pentium. 100,
2: and then the Pentium. And I had a friend who had a Pentium 90, and it was the weird first generation of Pentiums that had like some like floating point math error in the processor. Oh, so you
1: could play, so you could play Pod. Yeah, a game that came with Pentiums. You could play Pod. Yeah, it was the only, it's the only way you could play the that one. Yeah, and then I upgrade,
2: <laughs> and then from there I upgrade to a Pentium 200, and then I went all the way to a Pentium three. Oh yeah, and then a Pentium That's four. Right. And then I think we had two Pentium fours, and then yeah, you know, a Core two, and then you know now i sevens and whatever. But that's sort of the world. There's so yeah, were complicated you know, now. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So you know, I think that's
1: that, that's probably a good place to wrap things up. Unless you have any closing thoughts. I was just gonna say, uh, if you haven't played these games, I was gonna say play them to appreciate how far we've come. Yeah, because absolutely. They're really they're one of the most important pieces of history of this genre, and they they tell not only the stories that the games tell. Are are great, but the story of watching hardware and software evolve over just the span of seven years, mm-hmm. which was when uh, Prophecy came out, is just astounding. Yeah, from like you know you this know?
2: this you know sprite based blobby ships to this you know to Prophecy where you have like full nice you know DVD quality FMV mm-hmm. and you yeah. know super smooth 3D
1: accelerated graphics. Yeah. And, it's yeah. crazy. It
2: was really. It's, it really was like a a torch passing from you know the two D to really three D, and in it a good really way. Was. Was not in like of its time. not yeah. not in sort of like the waning days of adventure games where like oh let's make a three D adventure game because three D is the thing now. Where it was actually like a relevant, valid evolution. Yeah. I think that's very important. Exactly, exactly. Sweet. Uh, so, so yeah, folks, they're yeah.
1: very important. So if I may plug, I was I was about, about to say, quick.
2: Brian, where can where can we, where can we check you out?
1: Uh, the, 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 the the place where everything starts is SpaceGameJunkie.com. From there, uh, you can find links to our Discord, our YouTube channel, uh, Twitch. We're mostly active on Discord and Facebook is where our most active communities are. Super, super but, uh, active. <laughs> but the YouTube channel gets updated every week with a new game. We have a weekly podcast. Every week we do a weekly stream on Thursday nights. We have a monthly uh, MMO stream that we do. So we're pretty active. So if you like space games at all, I invite you to come and join us. We have a very friendly community. Old and new, and, old uh, and new space games. Old and new. We we talk about old and new space games. I mean, I've talked about Space War <laughs> and uh, Starflight all the way up to the stuff of today. So we cover the whole gambit of computer space games, and we just love games in general. So uh, if you have any interest, please, I invite you to stop by. SpaceGameChucky.com is where you'll find everything
2: absolutely and even outside of space games i have a really great mech warrior conversations over on your discord and and a whole whack of other stuff so we
1: love we we love our mech games oh yeah we love we love the stompy stompy (laughs) Um, uh, if if i if i was independently wealthy i'd start mech game junkie absolutely that'd be like the number one thing i did first thing was like new channel mech game junkie go we're gonna play through every mech game ever
2: yeah starting with
1: mech commander Oh, starting with mech warrior the first one (laughs) from dynamics in 1990 or whatever the battle uh, pod
2: thing edition.
1: <laughs> oh God, I love those. Oh my God, I only got to play. Did you ever get to play those? I never Real got quick, to play the, those. The, the actual about I got to do it once at like a Dave and Buster's out in Ontario, California. Wow, it was the most fucking amazing thing. <laughs> that like is the, awesome. The crap. The graphics were like 98, 99 era. They mm-hmm. weren't that the graphics weren't that great, but that you were in the fucking pod. Oh, that's like, amazing. Uh, totally amazing. So amazing. So cool. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> no, that's amazing. No, I mean, hey, we can do well,
2: my so I I probably have to ping uh ping James from you know your co-host, because you know, my, my current uh, playthrough is of MechWarrior 2. And you know, if I yes. want to do one of these with Mech uh, 2, he's sort of he's Mech So <laughs>
1: yeah i mean i love mechs but he is he spends he's much more he, he actually plays mech online and whatnot which mm-hmm. i i don't care for but uh so yeah we we love mechs and he's definitely the mech head yeah probably the biggest mech head in our group so yeah so, Space yeah, Gate that, junkie you, can, you can
2: find brian all over the place i have a great time over him in, in in his world and uh Right. Yeah. And of course you can find everything about this show, at umbcast.com, blah, blah, blah. All the normal stuff. Uh, you know, love I only the show, I love only the show, yeah, thank you. I only aspire to put out as much content as a, uh, as space game junkie does, but, uh, you know, you can find some stuff. Well,
1: where, I don't have a child. <laughs> you know, And she, I has, don't been have sleep- kid, she has been sleeping so.
2: very, very calmly Good this job. whole time. Good, Good job, job since
1: and smoke alarm here. Yeah. But, uh, so it all worked no, out. I don't, I don't have, I'm not a kid, so like I'm <laughs> able to like set aside that time. If we ever get a kid, yeah, I'm gonna that content frequency is gonna drop like a like a toilet through a floor. Yeah, temporarily um, for about for about a year, year
2: and a half, and then yeah we'll you, be able to get back yeah. on track. So that, that's what happened with Yeah, him, exactly. Man. All right, so so that's yeah. that. Which Thanks is, everyone. Thanks, Brian, and uh thank you. Uh, yeah, I think you know, this
1: this was this was super fun and uh you know, I'd I'd
2: love to so have so much you back. fun.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Next time you do a space game, we'll have to talk again. Like, yes, sir. Like, like, have you done the free space games yet? Last thing, I have, you done I, those? I have
2: but, you know, I, I've already done Wing Commander t- as well. So Wing Commander was the second episode of the show. And, you know, if, if I decide right. to, to play through free space or, or do a space game roundup or something, then you will certainly be uh, be invited back. Yes. Awesome. That's awesome.
1: Well, thank you for listening, everyone. Bye-bye. Later, all. Bye. Battle control terminated you've been listening
2: to the upper memory block podcast with joe mastriani for more information on the podcast visit umbcast.com that's umbcast.com write to joe today at podcast at umbcast.com That's podcast at umbcast.com
1: So what shall it be? Do you join the unity or do you die here?